Welcome to Tales of Marketing Transformation, laying firm foundations for your marketing journey. Tune out all the black magic and imagine a time where marketing has transformed into something human. Where marketing is about building relationships with people you serve. Where marketing is about helping people. That time is now. This is Tales of Marketing Transformation. And here's your host, internationally recognized marketer, speaker, and podcaster, Dr. Jürgen Strauss. Welcome back to another episode of Tales of Marketing Transformation. I appreciate you spending your time and attention with me right now. In the last episode, I shared the story of my friend Colin and his view of the dark side of marketing. And I contrasted that to good marketing, which is what we are about here at Tales of Marketing Transformation. Good marketing is about relationships and interacting at a human-to-human level. Now, you might think that if marketing is about human relationships, that it will just come naturally to all of us, and we'll all be good at marketing if we just be more human. And that's true to some extent. However, it's really helpful to have a framework to build upon. Today, I'm going to be talking about frameworks. Imagine if you had a recipe for marketing, for good marketing, and you could follow that recipe all the time and then rinse and repeat. How good would that be? Today's episode is brought to you by the Transformational Marketing Hub, where you'll find a host of free and exceptionally useful information to help you transform your marketing. You can access the Transformational Marketing Hub through the link at talesofmarketingtransformation.com. If you don't yet have an account for the Hub, don't worry. Just click on the blue Take a Peek Inside button. Go check it out. On today's episode, I'm going to share with you an idea on systemizing your marketing, giving it structure, a recipe if you like. Of course, it wouldn't be tales of if there was not a story involved. So here is today's story. This is Tales of Marketing Transformation. The loaf was a sight to behold. I sliced a piece off the freshly baked loaf of bread, paying attention not to cut my fingers. It was still warm to touch, and as I cut off the end slice, the aroma of the freshly baked sourdough bread filled my nostrils and my mouth began to water. I've recently rediscovered bread making. My inspiration came from a visit to San Francisco where my son introduced me to the mill a small cafe where a former teacher by the name of Josie Baker sells stone ground artisan sourdough bread. His breads are just delicious. They're to die for. And yes, Baker really is his surname. Funny, isn't it? I also discovered Baker's bread-making book with a whole collection of his best recipes as well as details on how to make and maintain a sourdough starter. That's something I used to do many, many years ago, and I've stopped doing it for various reasons, so now I was inspired to start again. Yesterday, I took my starter out of the fridge and began preparing my new loaf of sourdough bread. As I opened the jar 
and saw the gas bubbles form in the mixture and smelled the tangy odour of the fresh sourdough starter, I marvelled at the biochemical mysteries that I was observing. The starter culture is really live. Contains naturally occurring yeasts that do all the work during the production of the bread. As I began the multi-step process of preparing and baking my loaf of bread, I reflected on the many steps involved and wondered how this process evolved to where it was today. Of course, I had already prepared my sourdough starter, which is an early step in the overall bread-making process. Before that, though, someone would have had to identify that the wheat plant growing in the field had edible seeds. Someone then came up with the idea of grinding those seeds and then mixing the resultant flour with water. Someone decided to apply heat to that mixture to form what probably then was sort of a pancake. Somebody else probably discovered that allowing the mixture to stand for a time before baking caused it to ferment, to collect naturally occurring yeast from the atmosphere and acquire a tangy taste. And maybe then another someone found that with the right combination of time and physical manipulation, like as in kneading and banging the dome, that the mixture would rise and take on a fluffy consistency. Baking this mixture gives you something very tasty that we now know as bread. I wondered how many thousands of experiments and how many generations of people it took to get to where bread is today. Isn't it great that people have done this for us? Through this apparently mysterious process of growing and harvesting grain, grinding, mixing, beating and kneading, waiting and baking, a plant growing in the field is turned into what at first appears to be an unappealing mass of dough and then transforms into a delicious food. Bread making is an apparently magical combination of recipe, technique, skill and luck. There are many factors involved that can't be seen, such as the microbial yeast organisms responsible for the sourdough and that coax the dough to rise and give the bread its structure. Other factors that influence the outcome are the temperature, the ambient temperature of your kitchen, the temperature of the oven you bake in, the nature of the flour that you use, and of course the other ingredients that you add, and other conditions in the environment. There's quite a lot involved. My process, based on one of Josie Baker's recipes, is as follows. First, make a sourdough premix from the sourdough starter, and of course there's another process for preparing that starter in the first place. Second step is to allow that premix to develop, letting it stand for a time. Third step is to mix in the remaining ingredients, ingredients to the premix to form the bread dough. Now I like to use a whole variety of ingredients here, but the key one of course is flour and water. Then I add some seeds, I might add some linseed meal, 
There's various ones here and this is where I get to experiment a little. The fourth step is to allow the bread dough to settle for a time. Then the fifth step is to knead the dough. In other words, really manipulate it with my fingers and then allow it to settle again. Now I'll repeat step five two or three more times. So that's step six. Step seven then is to allow the loaf to rise overnight. Step eight is to shape the loaf. Step nine is to bake the bread in a preheated oven. And step 10 is let it cool. Then it's ready. And my bread loaf is downstairs waiting for me now. It's almost lunchtime and I will really enjoy having some fresh bread for lunch. As my bread making skills improved, I began to experiment with variations of the recipe and the process based on this framework. I've learned that adding some linseed meal, as I suggested earlier, adds a flavour that I really like. Adding a small amount of olive oil keeps the bread more moist over time. I've tried out adding various seeds like sesame, sunflower, pumpkin, and I've even tried adding some oat bran, all of which add a unique flavour and make the bread a little bit different than it was the last time. I've also had some failed experiments, of course. If you don't experiment and risk failure, then you don't learn something new. So I've had failed experiments where I've added an ingredient that caused the loaf to collapse during baking, and sometimes one where I didn't really like the taste of the bread afterwards. Now that's all feedback to me. With a solid framework for bread making... And this framework that's been developed over many generations by masters of their craft, I'm now able to replicate producing a wonderful loaf of sourdough bread and also experiment to produce a bread that is uniquely mine. I'm going to go downstairs now and spread some raw avocado on my freshly cut slice of bread and bite into it. Mmm, yum. People have evolved marketing over generations and conducted thousands of experiments to see what worked, what didn't, and have put together various systems that are around for us to use today. Good marketing, marketing that is based on human connection, is a lot like bread making. There's a framework. We have a starter, a need that is unfulfilled. We have a premix an idea to address that need. We have a potential customer, the consumer of the bread. The idea goes through a combination of refinement and time until it's ready for consumption. We might even bake that idea. In fact, I think we have a a saying that that's a half-baked idea, so it's even transitioned into common language. Once there is a solid, robust framework in place, you can experiment with your marketing to make it uniquely your own, so that your marketing is about building and sustaining your relationships with the people that you serve, with the people we care about. So I hope you've enjoyed today's story about bread making and how that is very much like marketing. I thank you for being on this journey of marketing transformation with me. 
please go to talesofmarketingtransformation.com forward slash 002 to see our transformational marketing framework, which is just like a starter recipe for your marketing. If you go to that link, which is the current episode, you'll be directed to the transformational marketing framework. This is Tales of Marketing Transformation. Help share Tales of Marketing Transformation with others by reviewing the podcast at www.talesofmarketingtransformation.com and join the conversation in our Facebook group. If you'd like to chat to me directly to give feedback on this podcast, to ask questions about marketing or anything else really, click on the calendar link in the episode show notes to schedule a short call. I really look forward to chatting with you. I'm Jürgen Strauss from InnovaBiz. Join us again next week when we talk about giraffes and rhino poo and standing out in a crowded marketplace. Be awesome and let's make marketing human again. Thanks for coming on this journey with Tales of Marketing Transformation. Join us next week for another fabulous episode. For episode resources, visit www.talesofmarketingtransformation.com. Stay connected by subscribing at talesofmarketingtransformation.com forward slash subscribe.